welcome to the Marks Ish Brothers podcast. My name is Joseph. I am Cam. And this week we are talking about the movie Pig from this year. But first, I do have some news. News. Uh, the first thing I, I, I want to say is, uh, have you seen that Wes Anderson is doing a movie with Benedict Cumberbatch and Dev Patel? I am. Um, I love it because I feel like so it's a role, it's an adaptation of Roald Dahl. I feel like Wes Anderson is very well. He's only done one Roald Dahl movie before, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox, and that that is Roald Dahl, right? Am I? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Well, so so he's only done one adaptation of a, of a Roald Dahl work. So I feel like he's very he he makes so much sense to do more Roald Dahl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, just that quirky style. Waddle is a very quirky author, so I feel like they're very well suited for each other. And the cast, Ulf Dev Patel, and Carbatch, Willem Dafoe. Or am I thinking of something else? Uh, I don't. He he might be confirmed. I mean, he does a lot of stuff with Wes Anderson, so I definitely would not be surprised. Yeah, he plays the hot weasel in Fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> he plays the hot character in all of Wes Anderson movies. That's oh, dude, Grand Budapest Hotel. He's great in that. I love him as just like a weird assassin man. Love, love him. Uh, you need to watch um, Life Aquatic with Steve Zazu because that's when he has his fire fit. Dude, that drip is so good. I, I, I didn't need to watch that movie. It is iconic, iconic. And um, the other movie news is wait, I just need to. Uh, uh, the first African American man to win an a. Oh. Uh, an Oscar for Best Actor. He passed away. Sidney Poitier. I have seen a couple of his movies. I haven't seen on. I am planning on watching a lot more. I think there's something. I think there's some on Criterion currently. But um, I watched In the Heat of the Night uh, in school. Now, yeah. And that movie is so good. He's so good in it. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Because <laughs> they quickly call him slurs. He's like, oh, well, what do they call you there? He's like, they call me Mr. Tibbs. And it's like, oh, dude, it's so good. Um, uh, just an icon, and uh, you can't say gone too soon because he 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 had a good long life, but like it's so still sad, sad, sad to see him go. Yeah, I mean, such a like a legend of film, right? Um, I I saw him in Two Sir with Love, which is another classic. Uh, have you heard of that one? No, I have not. It's basically about like a teacher who vibes. <laughs> Uh, that sounds, that sounds it, fun. It, it's from 1967, and then there's like randomly a number two that came out in the 90s. <laughs> I've never seen the second one because I'm like, yeah, it's probably bad. <laughs> but he was a very good actor in uh, that movie that I saw. But it's it's very sad to see him go because he is such like an iconic actor. I'm curious. So the what another one one of his movies from the I think it's 60s. Um, Guess who's who's coming to dinner? Like, mm-hmm. which is which is which is white daughter brings home a black a black date to her progressive progressive parents or progressive so they think or like they're theoretically progressive, but when a black person is actually part of the part of the family unit potentially, then it shakes up a lot of their stuff and. So I'm curious if that one holds up. I'll have to check check that one yeah. out. I mean, I definitely know it was like very progressive for the time, yeah. but I mean, the '60s were a long time ago. Eighty years. <laughs> Sixty years. Nope, no, I was like eighty years. Nope. <laughs> math, math, <laughs> That's math, not right. Math hard on the weekend. Uh, yeah, fair. I guess. I mean, tomorrow's not the weekend, but uh, I'll give you a pass on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> other news. Other news. It is co-host 
Joseph's two days since birthday, so two days post-birthday at, at the time of the recording. So, but, but to, to segue into the movie, the reason why we chose this, A, it's a more recent movie, came out there this year. B, stars Joseph, Joseph, Joseph's birthday twin, Nicolas Cage. Yes, it does. So, a wonderful connection between the two of you and movies and such. Yeah, it's a movie from this year, and we share a birthday, so it, it's perfect. I, I, not, I love Nicolas Cage. I, I think you agree with me on this. I think he is an underrated actor, and I think he's one of the best of our generation. That might be a hot take, but that's what, what I claim. I would agree. I would agree. Like even when he does roles that seem weird, he knows what he knows what what, what to do with them. Yeah, and ma- it makes him weird on purpose. Like that. you can have to watch like best of Nicolas Cage compilations. Obviously, being funny, but like it works. Like The Wicker Man. Oh, dude, that movie is so good. It wouldn't work without him because the movie has a very quirky, weird energy. But again, mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage is like, what if I made it even weirder and and it works. Or like Raising Arizona, another great one of Dude, his. Raising Arizona. Or he can also win like Oscars with like Moonstruck. Or I'm not sure if you've seen the movie Adaptation, but that's another amazing uh, acting performance by him, where he actually plays his own twin as well. Ooh, it is. Uh, it stars him and Meryl Streep. Ooh, that's a good cast. But yeah, no, he's a great actor, and not to spoil too much, but I think he is amazing in this movie as well. That would be correct. Do you uh... have some fast facts for us? Fast facts. The budget is not listed, but it made $3.6 million. Uh, this film was shot in 2019, towards the end of the year, so before the pandemic. Uh, it lasted 20 days, the shooting, so it's, it was all filmed up filmed before, the, before the pandemic. Released a couple years into it. Uh, it was it was released July 2021, so just a few months ago. So, yeah, that's... Oh, uh, it's the director, director, written directed by Michael Sarnkowski. Sarnowski, this is his directorial debut. Stars Nicholas Cage, Alex Wolf, and Adam Arkin. Very nice. Um, I feel as though we should have a spoiler warning going into this because I feel as though it's yeah. kind of hard to talk about anything without going into I don't know some spoilers. Yeah, so if absolutely. you haven't seen the movie, I recommend going to go see it. And yes, please do. Well, well, I guess you can't go see it, rent it, or buy it on Blu-ray. I bought it, I bought it on physical. I I watched it. Not on physical, but I'm gonna buy the Blu-ray now. Hell yeah, brother! Let's go. Uh, anyways, yes, let's 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 get into the movie. So going into the movie, I kept on hearing that's supposed to be like John Wick, mm-hmm. and I I don't know I I maybe just because like something gets stolen, but I really didn't feel any John Wick vibes personally. Did, yeah. what, are you, what are your thoughts on like everyone saying, "Oh, this is like John Wick, but with a pig"? I yeah, I but... thought that was weird. Like that that's how it was marketed and that's how like like um media sites chose to market it as it was a pleasant surprise that it wasn't because like nicholas cage is best like yes he can do acting and like hard action 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 stuff but like you know what he's better just vibing like he's you know what it's like what, what if he just cook food poggers mm-hmm. exactly because like the whole time I was expected like oh like we're gonna get like a bloody revenge story and like there was blood but it wasn't really much of a like, 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 this is much more a story about grief than revenge in my books. Mm-hmm. I, it worked, I think it worked work well as, as a double feature with, with, with Mandy, which is more Nicolas Cage doing John Wick high, highfalutin fighting stuff, bloody, bloody murder revenge. So, right. yeah. very, uh, very, I think because this is more realistic, 
grief. Here's how we grieve uh, something, something that way that we missed and that we love very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I before we go, I, I have a lot more to talk about the acting, but first yeah. I want to kind of talk about some of the uh, more film aspects of it. I thought the cinematography was beautiful in this, oh. like for an action movie, or well, not really an action movie, but for what I thought it was going to be, like some of the, like the opening shots of him with the pig and like in the woods. I was like, whoa, like this is a beautifully shot movie. What do you think of that? Oh, dude, I love all the shots in the forest where it's just him, him and the pig just walking and vibing in the forest. And they get some really nice, nice scenery. Just, oh, dude, it almost feels like a nature dock in some ways. Just nice. Here's the forest. Here's Nicolas Cage. And here's a little shack in the woods. It's a good time. We're vibing. The pig's got a little bed beside him. It's super cute. Normalized living in a shack with your pig. Normalize <laughs> that. I mean, it is a dream. I feel it'll be pretty relaxing until people come in and stomp your face in. <laughs> that, would not, no, that would not be poggers. No. Uh, I also really loved the score of this. Mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised at, like, I don't know, like, like when they're in the woods, the soundtrack was like, hauntingly beautiful and it felt like an outdoorsy score if that makes sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like how they connected that and then in like in the city like the soundtrack changes a bit there as well and then they start playing a little bit more like classical music right and then like that yeah. kind of ties into like uh the rest of the score and i just thought that that all worked really well mm-hmm. and i think it added a lot to the movie at least in uh for like my viewing i thought it like impacted the story quite a bit and made it a lot more emotional. You had similar feels about that. Yeah, I, I, I liked how like, some like some of the more like restaurant scenes where where you get like the the the, the score matches the the the, 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 the 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 location well. Like when you're in when you're in these fancy restaurants, you're getting some more of those little violins and the the classy classier music as we, as we'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, when you're in the forest, you got a nice little humming of, you got, you got, you got some good, good bird song in there. You got some, yeah, a little more guitar and yeah, it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. What'd you think of like the dialogue for this movie? I, I, I loved it because like you, you, you have, uh, Alex Wolf, I, I get Nat not because they're brothers. So they get, Alex Wolf is, is very good. He has a lot more of the, you know what? Emotional stakes, but like he has more more dialogue to deliver. Comes he has more emotional dialogue, and Nicholas Cage has more of the emotive acting, but he doesn't say a lot. Alex Wolf does more more talking. He like when he tells the whole way way story about his mom and his dad and how I loved their connection. Um, Alex Wolf and Nicholas Cage about Nicholas Cage used to be the the chef, and he made the food at Alex Wolf's like. One of one was most prized memories of his parents. Mm-hmm. That that was really neat. Um, yeah, the acting and dialogue is so good in this movie. Yeah, I especially really like. I, I, there's not a whole lot of talking about it. the scene where Nicolas Cage is at like the restaurant and he like is like talking to the chef like, "Why are you doing this?" And <laughs> like I found that see like that whole sort of interaction. I'm going to go into more, like, my feelings, not as much the technical aspects, but I just found that, like, it's very, like, beautiful and, like, intimate. Mm-hmm. It felt like sort of, like, I don't know, a love letter to creativity. 
like in capitalism i find like so much everyone's like oh like you should be making money with like everything like there's like hustle culture like you have your job and then you have your side hustle instead of just being like (laughs) yeah exactly same grind set yeah and instead of being like creative for like creative sake capitalism kind of pushes you to always be making money and if you're not doing something that makes you money it's a failure Mm -hmm. and that whole interaction just felt very like i don't know (laughs) It, it it felt like sort of like this is how bad capitalism is and that whole interaction was like hey like like money isn't real like nothing's real just do what you love and that's what life is about and i just found that very beautiful yeah i i do love how that how uh the main main way which in, in, in this movie is about nicholas cage almost teaching alex wolf that 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 money isn't anything when it comes to food food isn't art and art is something that you do do you do, do to make money sure you can, you can make it make a living living off it also just to have fun mm-hmm and to create something new and wonderful that people enjoy, like it's oh, it's so, it's so good. I this is a movie I need because like I've been working a lot and like it's nice to know that like yeah, like it's not just you can speak. I mean, my my, my work isn't like cr- creative or it's not like you use you using any creative muscles, but like you know, it's just nice to know that man, there there is life outside of the cap, out of the grind that is capitalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I, I feel as though not enough movies kind of talk about that. And again, I find that that plays very much into the grief. Mm. And in my notes, I, I have that this is like a better don't look up. Because I feel so that movies like try to like show us like the grief of like, I don't know, capitalism and like science contrast, like just like everything like that's falling apart all around us. That's obvious to see. I feel so this movie connected way more on that sort of level of like, hey, like we are losing out on a lot of stuff and we're going to keep on losing stuff and you have that sort of grief. And I just found this to be a much more touching example of that grief that collectively we're all feeling. Like, sure, this movie wasn't made for the pandemic, but like, due to the pandemic, we're like losing out on a ton of stuff. Like, <laughs> we don't see each other as much or like that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And I, like that just really spoke to me personally. It's just that sort of grief that we're all feeling like again like with climate change we're probably going to be losing lots of stuff due to climate change mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff this grief just really i thought was very powerful and very like of the moment if that makes sense mm. especially because like we bring it bring it specifically to the pandemic when we're not supposed to hang out with 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 a lot of friends we can still go to work every day supposedly mm-hmm. and feed money into the capitalist machine, but, oh, taking time to hang out with, 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 with your friends? Nah, not, no, 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 not okay. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, yeah, this is definitely need, need, needed. Uh, I, I was about to say something, but I lost my train of thought, so. Yeah, no. uh, I, I did find that this movie, I don't think, would have worked without Nicolas Cage. No. Because, like, the story is kind of wacky. Like, <laughs> like if you think about it, like, there's this man who's, like, on a hunt for his pig. Like, that's kind of strange. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, let's say if you would have had, like, I don't know, like, Matt Damon playing <laughs> the title character. I don't think it would have worked. And that's why I think Nicolas Cage is just such a good actor. Because he can play, like, an un- un- like a unhinged character. Like, just, like, he growls at a kid to steal his bike. 
(laughs) Like, that's... (laughs) Exactly. Like, that's, like, so unhinged. But then he also has, like, these, I don't know, like, these deep, like, emotions that he's feeling. And just the way that he's able to do both of these in the same movie makes, Mm -hmm. like, what is a very wacky movie feel grounded and realistic. Even though, like, if this happened in the real world, you'd be like, what the hell's happening? Like, this is strange. Why is this homeless man... Yelling at a, growling at a kid to steal his bike. Exactly. Why is he, like, covered in blood in, like, a fancy restaurant? Like, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like, why is he wearing these, 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 like, these, like, rags and has his hair all... Like, he looks like a Civil War veteran <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the middle Honestly. of Portland. <laughs> Honestly. But, like, he's, he's just so charismatic mm-hmm. that, like, he's able to pull it off. And that's why I think Nicolas Cage is just... Such an amazing actor. And, like, this movie was, like... I didn't know that Ox Wolf was such a good actor. Like, I think the only other movie I've seen him in is... I haven't seen... I haven't seen Hereditary. I know it's a blind spot for me. But, um, Jumanji. That, that's only the movie that... that, that I mean, he's fine in it, but he's not, he's not in it tons because he's not in the game stuff. Mm-hmm. Where, 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 where that's where he's the rock. But, like... Like, again, like, him and Nintendo's kids are so... Good together, they have a nice, really nice dynamic. I love when they're sitting in the restaurant. He's got he got his whole nice drip, and then Nicholas Cage has his drip, quote unquote, and <laughs> his rags and such. Yeah, no, I, like Alex Wolf, I was very like I haven't seen any of his movies. Like I haven't seen Jumanji uh, or like old or any of those. But I was like impressed. Like he's young. Like he's like what like two years older than us, three years older than us. Uh, I think he's only like. 24 yeah, or so. Yeah, he's two years older than me. Well, yeah, he, uh, November 90, 1997. So, yeah, he's... He's, like, uh, barely a year older than you. Yeah. You, yeah, you're in a few months. Yeah. Like, it, it's... Like, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Because, like, for someone this young to already be, like, this good of an actor... I don't know. That, that doesn't happen. Especially since he's not doing, like... Well, like, Jumanji was, like, a pretty big blockbuster. But usually, like, the only way that, like... Like, someone like Tom Holland can, like get so popular because he's in like marvel movies mm-hmm. and alex wolf hasn't been in any like marvel movie he just came up doing well like hereditary was like a pretty big movie but like it was still like an indie movie of sorts right yeah and like horror's horror's never been the horror's a cool genre because like it's never been the biggest thing but it, it but it, it, it it's always been a thing yeah yeah exactly um i do want to see hereditary though that's a little <laughs> uh, random, but no. I, I saw Midsommar, which is by the same director, and I really enjoyed that. Yes, yes. But I, I, I had to watch Midsommar. Yes. I, I did also appreciate how like rich people are shown to be like assholes in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's like it's a very like not pro-rich people. And what this might be just be me reading into things, but it felt a lot like it could be used as a metaphor for how... Like, the pig could be a metaphor for capital, right? Mm -hmm. And how, like, rich people always want to take the capital away from the workers and, like, disconnect them from it. And, in a way, Nicolas Cage is going to get his capital back. That's me me just reading into things, but... Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's how I choose to read this movie. (laughs) Because I can. Like, I just hate that, like... So, so, like, Alex Wolf's dad is is one that orchestrates the whole pig theft but like nothing even comes of it like, like it's just oh he dies like the forward the, 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 the pig dies it's very sad big sad but like 
the, the pig dies, nothing you know, comes of it. Like, just yeah. It's, <laughs> like I, I, I think that's probably what was smart, but like, and it, but it is best for the storytelling. I do love the, the ending. It made me cry. It was when Nurkish talked about like he didn't need the pig to do his foraging, but he just loved the pig. Mm-hmm. He didn't need it for, for, for like he didn't need it to make money. He he just. The he's he loved the pig and his relationship with the pig, and the ugh, dude. I, ugh, I I was tearing up in the end. It was, this movie got me in the feels. No, I I was definitely feeling the feels too. It was like because like obviously like the pig was helping him get through his grief of the loss of his wife. Yeah. And to then like lose his wife and then to lose his pig, which was his sort of saving grace in a way. It feels like. And to lose, like, both of those. And then for the movie just to, like, go to credits listening to, like, the tape that his wife made for him. It was just, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a very heart-wrenching ending. It was a, This movie was way more, like, beautiful and touching than I was expecting. <laughs> right? I was like, the, the, I was like, this movie is, like... Nicholas Cage, for sure, should, should be nominated for, for, for Best Actor. Yeah, if he's not nominated for Best Actor, I will be oh, sorely yeah. disappointed. Maybe we'll launch a attack on the head of <laughs> on the academy because i i think he was amazing in this definitely i think best picture worthy or not best picture best actor worthy i like there's definitely some like tropes where this does like seem a little generic but also this is like the first movie by the director i think you debut, debut. Like, like this this is a spectacular debut film uh okay I guess the director director doesn't have an I have a Wikipedia page yet, so I was like, "Oh man, I'm trying to figure, figure how old how old this guy is." And how, <laughs> Does uh, he even exist? Maybe Nicolas Cage directed it secretly. I was, I was like, <laughs> like, what's that name? The uh, directors you you there's a direct. Never mind. Anyway, but like, this is the first movie that the director's done, and like, like he, he's like editing and writing and stuff. But like, he hasn't done anything in nine nine years. Yeah. This is a, a very impressive debut film, and so good. I I definitely hope that it gets at least some sort of Oscar nod, because of the movies I've watched this year, I definitely say this is the best acted movie I've seen. Yeah, like I've seen The Power of the Dog, but I, I'm Benedict Cumberbatch is probably gonna get nominated. I think, the, I think probably Kristen Dunst is, is as well for that one, but like, like like No Way Home, no, there's no like Oscar worthy performances like like. Tom Holland is comes into his own as Spider-Man. That's my favorite one of his performances. But like, there's the, the movie's not up going to be for any Oscars. Spencer, I haven't seen, but Christopher is probably going to be nominated. Mm-hmm. But, but like, I need to, I I do need to catch up more more of the, the Oscar the, the contenders. But. Yeah, see, the next on my list is the Power of the Dog. Yeah. Because uh, well, uh, you've seen it. I know it's getting a lot of. I haven't seen it. Oh yeah, I thought you did see it. Um, okay. Not not yet. Then, then we both need to see it. <laughs> but no, I I, yeah. I was very impressed by this. Uh, very pleasantly surprised, especially thinking it was going to be an action movie. I I was quite shocked that it wasn't, and it kind of caught me off guard. And yeah, no, I I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I do have one fun little thing to say though. Is that basically yeah. that the last meal feels a lot like Ratatouille. <laughs> Where it's like, gotta make this dinner, gotta change his mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, trying to, I mean, it doesn't end up helping, but, like, it's still, the, the point is still there. Like, yeah. it's still, it's still, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe art can change the mind and the soul. Maybe I it love can. Yeah. Love, love that. Yes, no, I, I really like this movie. Do you have anything else to say about it? I want just just watch it. I mean, it's it's, it's so good. Viewers, listeners, please watch this movie. Yes, I I well, I mean, if they're listening this far, hopefully they have watched it, or else they'll have the whole Ideally. movie spoiled. <laughs> Ideally, that'd, that'd be great. But if you haven't watched at this point, go and watch it right away, or else we will yell and scream at you. Roar, XD. We, we will pull a Nicolas Cage stealing a kid's bike and just. <laughs> Or uh, if you're Joseph circa 10, 10 years ago. Yes, back when I was a drama kid. Yes. Good times. Grr. Uh, anyways, I'm going to give this movie a solid 2 out of 2 thumbs. I'll also give some two, 2 out of 2 thumbs as well. It's a very good movie. I highly, highly enjoyed it. Now, do you have any recommendations for this week? Oof. Um, I'm going to recommend... What movie did I watch this? I, I watched... I haven't watched watched a lot of movies movies recently. I'm watching Daredevil, so I'm gonna recommend that. I'm not sure if I, I may have recommended it last week, but uh, I'll, I'll recommend it again. It's very good. So so specifically season two, uh, Punisher is really good. John Bernthal is always always pop poggers. Uh, got some good action. You got some good faith and stuff. Less there's less religion in season two. And I think it's I think it really brings the show down because the show is because Matt Murdock's character def, defining trait is that he is a is he is a Christian, mm-hmm. Catholic, whatever. Um, and yeah, it's it's just so good. It's Charlie Cox is the best, and please watch it. Please hey, watch yeah. Daredevil. I, I know I need to watch it, but <laughs> I, I keep on being like, oh, there's so many sh- episodes. I, it's so much work. There's only thirty nine ep- episodes of Daredevil. Okay. Well, I, I, I will watch it one of these days. One one day. One day. All in one day. All, oh, jeez. I don't think I even could. I think it's longer than 24 hours. It, it is. So I could walk, watch it in like maybe three days <laughs> and then just die. Um, anyway, I recommend the movie uh, Babe because it is a movie about a pig. And I love that movie. That was the movie of my childhood. It made me so happy. Oh, I know about Babe. Is that the second one? Is directed by George Miller, who did Mad Max Fury Road. And the, and the other Mad Max movies. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and Happy Feet. And Happy Feet. What, what a weird discography that guy has. That's so it's so good. It, I I love I, I long to have a life as varied as George George Miller. Also, how 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 he he was working as a doctor. He 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 was working in a in a hospital before Mad Max, which which is his first movie. He was like. Yeah, doing graveyard shifts at the hospital to make money to make make Mad Max. <laughs> I mean that that is something. Oh, and also I forgot, but we also have our game to play. We missed it last time, but oh, our game, yes. The 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 old letterbox review. Is it me or is it a letterbox person? Uh, so I'm gonna play that real quickly. So I I will read out four reviews. One of them I made up. Are are you ready? I'm ready. So the first review. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. I hate movies about people who live in the woods. Uh, that's very uh, anti uh, Ted 
Kaczynski. I'm going to guess that it is a letterboxed review. All right, well, I'll read them all out, and then you can okay, guess. Okay, that's, that's the <laughs> uh, The second one. I just want to see Robin Feld and John Wick vibe together. The next one. Haven't even watched it, but I'm rating it as low as I can because I hate film bros. And the last one. Haven't felt this much. Haven't felt this much tension during a dinner scene since Shrek 2, 2004. Oh, God. oh I'm gonna guess the number number two is number 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 one was you. You're gonna guess number one is me. Sorry, uh, number two. Number two, and you are correct. You That's got cool. it. I, made, I I was right for once. I have. I mean. This is a 33% average, right? We've done it three, this is the third, third time? I think this is the third time, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm like, uh, it's like baseball. Anyone? I'm, bad, I'm, bad, I'm bad at 330. I'm doing, I'm doing good. And who knows? Maybe next week you'll be at 500. One can dream. <laughs> what well, one can hope. I mean, there's no ties, so, I mean. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe if I did, like, more than there could be a higher batting percentage, but that seems like a lot of work. Yeah, that does seem to work. Anyways, that has been our episode. Or did you have something else to say? Sorry. That that was all. Then that has been our episode this week. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week when we talk about probably movie. Probably. Ideally. Bye bye now. <laughs>